0: Good afternoon. Today is Monday, the 20th of January, 2020. I apologize. I said I was going to be recording and posting both morning and evening prayer. And then I've been offline for a day and a half. So please forgive me for not uh, following through on that right away. So doing the best I can, as are all of us, I think, doing the best that we can. So today, um, I'm at my church a little bit early because Jack and I had off of school and work, so he's at rowing practice at the earlier session. Yes, they still had rowing practice on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, So we're going to kind of go back to, for a hot minute, the uh, reading everything together, Hebrew Scripture, New Testament, and the Gospel reading, and and um, talking about it a little bit. So kind of combining morning and evening prayer into afternoon prayer today, I suppose. I am thankful, friends, that you are here with me. And I hope that... I hope that today you have the comfort of knowing that God is with you in whatever season, stage, or trial you are right now. And sometimes that's kind of hard to hold on to. Um, Often we feel alone in the middle of our troubles. Or sometimes even alone in the middle of our joy. But fear not. God God is with you. God is with us. Our readings for today... we're going to go with the morning psalm psalm 25 hebrew scripture genesis 8 6 through 22 hebrews 4 14 through 5:6, and the gospel of john chapter 2 verses 23 through chapter 3 verse 15 we will use I think we will use morning prayer right two and the reason I would like to do that even though it's definitely not the morning anymore um, and it's closer to the evening than it is the morning is because I am hopeful that this is a new beginning. give you as a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God has shown forth her glory. Come, let us adore them. Be joyful in God, all you lands. Serve her with gladness and come before her presence with a song. Know this, she herself is God. She herself has made us and we are hers. We are her people and the sheep of her pasture. Enter her gates with thanksgiving. Go into her courts with praise. Give thanks to her and call upon her name. For she is good, her mercy is everlasting, and her faithfulness endures from age to age. God has shown forth her glory. Come, let us adore them. Psalm 25 To you, O God, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O God. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O God, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For your goodness sake, O God. Good and upright is God. Therefore, she instructs sinners in the way. She leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble her way. All the paths of God are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep her covenant and her decrees. For your name's sake, O God, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who are they that fear God? She will teach them the way that they should choose. They will abide in prosperity, and their children shall shall possess the land. The friendship of God is for those who fear her, and she makes her covenant known to them. My eyes are ever toward God, for she will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart, And bring me out of my distress. Consider my affliction and my trouble, and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are my foes, and with what violent hatred they hate me. O guard my life and deliver me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all its troubles. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from Genesis chapter 8 verses 6 through 22. At the end of 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and sent out the raven, and it went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent out the dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set its foot, and it returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took it and brought it into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and then he sent, and again he sent out the dove from the ark, and the dove came back to him in the evening, and there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf, so Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days, and sent out the dove, and it did not return to him any more. In the 600 first year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and saw that the face of the ground was drying. In the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives, and every animal, every creeping thing, and every bird, everything that moves on the earth went out of the ark by families. Then Noah built an altar to God and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offer burnt offerings on the altar. And when God smelled the pleasing odor, God said in in her heart, I will never again curse the ground because of humankind, for the inclination of the human heart is evil from youth, nor will I ever again destroy every living creature as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 11, the third song of Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of God has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you God will rise, and her glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of God, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation, and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. God will be your everlasting light and God will be your glory. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 14, through chapter 5, verse 6. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and grace to help in time of need. Every high priest chosen from among mortals is put in charge of things pertaining to God on their behalf, to offer gifts and sacrifices for their sins, for sins. he is able to deal, She is able to deal gently with the ignorant and wayward, since she herself is subject to weakness. And because of this, she must offer sacrifice for her own sins as well as for those of the people. And one does not presume to take this honor, but takes it only when called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming a high priest, but was appointed by the one who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle L, a song of Christ's humility, drawn from Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 11. Though in the form of God, Christ Jesus did not cling to equality with God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in human likeness. Being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Creator. Praise to the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 2, verse 23, through chapter 3, verse 15. When he was in Jerusalem during the Passover festival, many believed in his name because they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, would not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to testify about anyone. For he himself knew what was in everyone. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews, So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you, and you do not believe... How can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let's affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed, found on page 96 of the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, their only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God in heaven. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our God in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy queendom come, thy will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. going to use the suffrages for use in morning prayer found on page 42 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 1. Help us, O God our Savior. Deliver us and forgive us our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that Christ may be known, worshipped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, ruler eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life, and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Creator, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, the source of all health, so fill our hearts with faith in your love that with calm expectancy we may make room for your power to possess us and gratefully accept your healing. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Merciful God, who has taught us in Your Holy Word that You do not willingly afflict or grieve us, look with pity upon the sorrows, upon our sorrows, for whom—excuse <laughs> me—look with pity upon our sorrows and those for whom our prayers are offered. Remember us, O God, in mercy. Nourish our souls with patience. Comfort us with a sense of Your goodness. Lift up Your countenance upon us and give us peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O blessed God, you ministered to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. O God, whose fatherly care, excuse me. O God, whose care reaches to the uttermost parts of the earth, we humbly beseech you graciously to behold and bless those whom we love now absent from us. Defend them from all dangers of soul and body, and grant that both they and we, drawing nearer to you, may be bound together by your love in the communion of your Holy Spirit and in the fellowship of your saints, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Assist us mercifully, O God, in these our supplications and prayers and dispose the way of thy servants towards the attainment of everlasting salvation, that among all the changes and chances of this mortal life, they may ever be defended by thy gracious and ready help. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Draw up a hedge of protection around us, O God. Let... Let all your angels, led by your Archangel Michael, draw their flaming swords and create an impenetrable shield that all the flaming arrows of the enemy fall useless to the ground. Let us not be pierced without or within, but rather healed and made whole and holy through your grace and your love, O God. before we talk about our readings i'd like to talk a little bit about martin luther king jr since today is the day that that we remember him he was a human and he had his failings as all of us do but he's was someone utterly de- dedicated to justice and i think that just as david was a man after God's own heart, so was Martin Luther King Jr. And his work was monumental toward the reconciliation of our country and I think that there is still so much work to be done and it takes so much bravery and and I think that the example that the suffering and martyrdom of Dr. King not going in vain That this is such a, in my mind at least, prime example of how God takes everything and uses it for God's good. Those who intended to destroy King and his movement were completely unsuccessful. And so also, those who fight the movement towards social justice and equality in our country and around the world now will be unsuccessful. We are fighting on the side of good. And it is hard. And we are imperfect. But that is just how God can use us. And if you are, as I have certainly been, as I am now, dissuaded. By thoughts of your imperfections, how can God use me? Or afraid of the backlash, right? I mean, we all look at, on the larger scale, political figures, um, and on the on the more personal scale, you know, just those of. In leadership positions or any position that seem to be enviable by others and man the world just tries to tear them down right I mean even dr. King there have been exposes and reports and you know I was reading an article written on a pastor that I find incredibly inspiring and And this profiler just wanted to really rip her apart and it is not a condition perfection is not a condition of holiness I'm just going to let that sit for a minute perfection is not a condition of holiness Along those lines, our New Testament reading really spoke to me today. That Christ sympathizes with us. That every high priest, but especially Christ, the highest of all high priests, deals gently with the ignorant and the wayward. Since they themselves are subject to weakness. And because of this, they must offer sacrifice for their own sins as well as for those of the people. It is not assumed that we must be without sin in order to offer gifts and sacrifices and lead and do God's work. God redeems. God forgives. God reconciles. And God works through everything. These are words that are so easy to say but are so difficult. know and to live I myself and maybe I'm projecting onto you guys let me know if that's the case but man I'm besieged nearly constantly with the voices of the world and the voices of the enemy telling me that I am either not enough or too much (laughs) right Um, this world does not like a confident woman and and there is a degree of perfection that is expected from women in our culture that is not expected from men. How many times have you heard about children, about misbehaving children? It said, well, boys will be boys. And even into young adulthood, we excuse certain behaviors and actions of male children and adolescents much more than we do female and we we carry that through into adulthood we expect a degree of what we think of in our heads as saintliness which is really just perfection, which is unattainable, right? From women than we do from men. I mean, we've seen it when Clinton ran for president recently. We see it now in the um, definitely in our political culture, but I won't, I won't digress too far into that. I use that as, as an example. There are many more things, right? There are many more assumptions. Let's shake those off and remember that there's nothing that we're going through that Christ hasn't gone through and that Christ's heart is not hard towards us but softened and so should our hearts be softened towards others everything that we are experiencing now should should serve to increase our compassion we really need to throw away this unhelpful thing that we do to boost our self-esteem which is to compare ourselves to others and try to find a way in which we are better than. We are none of us better than. We are all created equal and unique. And we don't, none of us fit the molds. Each one of us is born anew. And as our gospel reading tells us, we are born not once, but twice. Once we are born into the world through our mother's womb, And then once we are born from heaven... And I believe that this is an ongoing process. The rebirth. And it is both a becoming and like a shedding. And you guys have probably heard me say this before. that as we evolve further, there's some stuff that we have learned and become and taken on ourselves. this life that aren't what God would have us that aren't true to ourselves we aren't true to who God created us to be and so there's stuff that needs to be unlearned and stuff that needs to be discovered and I know that like it's part of our instinct to be afraid of the unknown but let's see if we can look with curiosity into the adventure even when it's hard especially when it's hard Right now I'm going through something in my professional life that I am I am terrified like just because of the sheer malice and vengeance like it's Backlash is unbelievable. I was talking with a friend about, you know, how hopefully we're experiencing the death throes of the patriarchy in general in our world, and that's why there's all this pushback. And she she used this like this metaphor that struck me about, you know, the, the dying dragon's tail is wicked, right? Even when the pain is coming from a place of malice from the world or people or the enemy, and the enemy uses all of it, right? Um, because he's a great mimic. He tries to use everything for evil just like God, tried, just like God does, use everything for good. Even when it hurts, anticipate blessing. Be curious about what's on the other side. see this as an adventure and you are a hero you are absolutely the hero of the story that is uniquely yours and in every hero's quest there is danger and trial and monsters and sometimes there are setbacks and sometimes there are things that feel like defeats. But persevere, my dearest. Whatever your personal trial is. May God protect and bless and transform you. May God bless and protect and transform us. Through every moment through every trial through every joy through every season amen I think, even though I haven't covered everything we've read, I think that that is enough for today, friends. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for bearing with me. I am floored that that you actually choose to listen to me, to be here with me in prayer, and and I am very, very grateful. I hope that this is as helpful to you as it is to me. It is right now the foundation of my personal spiritual practice. And it sustains me through this time. May it be sustenance to you as well. Almighty God, creator of all mercies, we, are unworthy servants, give you humble thanks and you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.